Hello and welcome to the Out of Hours podcast. Um, as you're all aware by now, um, we are more than just a Madden League. Um, so we started nearly 15 years ago, um, primarily as a Madden League, but now we are much more than that. Um, so there's always stuff going on in the in the community um, on Slack, um, and we decided this year that we're going to launch our own podcast um, with regular um, people from the community. Um, coming on and just talking about the NFL um so yeah we're not just we're not just all about that Madden life um so this week I am absolutely delighted to be joined by two of the greatest people in the world again so joining me this week is the lovely Mr X and the lovely Daily um so welcome guys um good evening, good evening. um so I think last time we started with Mr. X, so I think this week we'll start with Daly and let him introduce himself first. <laughs> ah, so I'm 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 Daly. I'm five foot eleven, which in people terms is average height. But in Hobbitville, I'd be a fucking giant. <laughs> I have a pleasant and characterful British voice. I do a variety of accents. And very oh, you of son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm also scared of wasps. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to be explicit on again. I've sworn already. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome, Daily, <laughs> Mr. X. Well played, Christopher. Touche. <laughs> Hello, I'm uh, Mr. X, or uh, John, to my friends, Daily, uh, and I recently made a baby. In my girlfriend, with uh, <laughs> my girl balls, I've created a daughter. And when I announced that to the community in the chat, I received an overwhelming amount of sad face emojis. <laughs> so fuck you all. Have you have, is you have you had the baby? Well, not you obviously had the baby yet, but no, I'm finding this no. very easy. I don't know what people complain about. <laughs> Uh, no, we're due in uh, in April next year. Okay, so still be well to go. Yeah, she wants to name the baby uh, Winifred because it sounds like the Winnebago. I want to name the baby after a perfect circle song, a Judith, a Magdalena, Judith. perhaps. You know, sweet ass sexy names. Not sexy. <laughs> I don't want my daughter to be sexy, but let's yeah, be honest. Quite so. <laughs> Podcast is off the rails already. Isn't this an American <laughs> football podcast? <laughs> right. Welcome, guys. Um, so this week there were some pretty shit games, to be perfectly honest. Um, a couple of good ones. One really good one off the top of my head. Um, but we'll start with the Thursday night game. So Parker's Cardinals. Um, so the Cardinals obviously went in, <coughs> excuse me, undefeated. Um, and Green Bay topped them 24-21. Did any of us watch it, watch the highlights? Of course, some highlights on Friday afternoon, but not, no, no extensive highlights. Uh, I, I watched it. It's it, it, it felt like this might be a game we see again in the playoffs. Uh, they're just two teams at the top of their game, just two of literally the best quarterbacks in the world being the best quarterbacks in the world. Uh, it's it, it it's just stunning. I mean, Kyler Murray is ridiculous. He had a bad game for him, 
and he still looked amazing. He threw like 274 yards. He threw a couple of interceptions, but I mean, he also put 21 yards on the ground. He didn't score with his feet, which I'm not sure if that was a that was a a, a, a purposeful decision to have him rush less or just he, he didn't have a lot of room because Green Bay did a great job keeping him in his stupid little hole, his baby Yoda hole. It was uh yeah, it was it was it, it was the opposite of many of the games that took place on Sunday. Yeah, there was some pretty shit games. Mm. Um I mean obviously we're starting on the Parkers Cardinals, but I don't think we can really n- sort of leave the Packers without mentioning Mr. Rogers and his shenanigans this afternoon. Um, how big of an effect do you think that will be going forward for the Packers? I mean, he's out for, I think, 10 days? Because the fact he's unvaccinated. Yeah, so... Did he not say that he was vaccinated a few months ago? I think what he said... I don't think he actually said, I am vaccinated. I think he said sort of... Something along the lines of like I am immunized or something I'm immunized like that. With his words, <laughs> right. that, yeah, I am immunized. So take from that what you will. Um, so yeah, interesting. Obviously, the Chiefs, the lucky buggers that they are. I don't think I've met a luckier team in sports than the Chiefs seem to get. But um, from from a pat from a pat stand, <laughs> a historic pat stand. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but um yeah i mean the you've thrown me there daily um yeah so obviously he's going to be out for at least 10 games uh 10 games 10 days so he's going to miss the chiefs game which is 10 days so if they play on sunday he'll be okay i'm not yeah. sure what they play the following week um so he should be okay back the following week but Jordan Love, obviously, going into the Chiefs, big game for him. I don't know where that game is, if it's in Kansas or if it's in Green it's Bay. Arrowhead. It's at Arrowhead, okay. So It'll be fine. Be Cover two. The Chiefs suck now. It'll be <laughs> fine. I mean, we'll talk about it later on, I assume, when we get to that game. But yeah, that's all you need. Cover two. Pat Mahomes, never seen it before. Photographic memory, never seen cover two. That's kind of amazing, isn't it? Like... I mean, ne- I don't know if you never. He would have remembered it. I don't know if you saw the clip, but Peyton Manning basically said on their ridiculous Monday night show that he does with Eli and ridiculous guests that they seem to get on. But he basically came out and said that Patrick Holmes doesn't know how to cut, to read defenses, which is quite astonishing when so many people have Patrick Holmes is, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, but will be. Uh, and you've got one of the greats coming out and saying that the guy can't read defenses which is a little astonishing. Um, <laughs> I mean, Daly, do you reckon you could play for Patrick Mahomes in front of him? Do you reckon you could block him, or do you think you'd be fed up with him by now? Yeah, I could block for him. Like, you know, you're just going to scramble anyway. I'm just doing my job. I'll still get paid. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the jitters. I know we're a couple of games early, but he has the jitters. Many, mm-hmm. many plays, that pocket was holding up, and he was just gone. Yeah. He's got yeah. the David Carr yips. Yeah, it was um there's there's a couple of photos I'd seen of um and it was sort of they were basically it was obviously these these guys that analyzed the clips and stuff and stick them on Twitter and he, the guy was basically I can't remember it was one of the big ones anyway and he was basically saying, What on earth is he doing here? The pocket is there solid and he's scrambling like mad already. Like, what are you doing? Um yeah. 
Um, I didn't see much of the game because that was the late game, wasn't it? That was the late Sunday game, or was it Monday game? It was Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. I was lying in bed, and somebody put something in the chat about like pick trick Mahomes or something. So I was straight on the Sky Go app, loading it up. Let's see what dumb shit he's done now. So I did see the pick, but um, that's literally the only thing I've seen from the game. Um, it was a terrible game. Pat Mahomes yeah. is abysmal now because he won't take that. He's like, he, he doesn't understand cause and effect. So he assumes that just by doing things, good things will happen for his team. And they're not. And so now he's trying things like every other play, he'll just jump in the air and throw a basketball pass. Or he'll like turn around and like bend over and throw the ball between his legs to somebody. And he's looking <laughs> at Andy Reid like, is this it? Does does that work, Andy? And then yeah. at half time, Andy Reid will say, Patrick, instead of maybe running eight yards horizontally to the sideline and then throwing the ball 40 yards in inbounds into triple coverage, could you maybe check it down to a, a wide open receiver in the flats? And Patrick will say, sure, Andy, I could do that if I was a pussy. <laughs> and then he won't change it. They got absolutely bailed out by a, I didn't see anything, an offside call after Mahomes threw an interception when they were driving for the win at the end. They did not deserve to win that game. And I'm not so, just biased because I hate the Chiefs. So he so he threw a pick and it was pulled back for offside? Yep. Yep. Um, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, it was a Dirty bastard. Yeah, they were they were tied, I think, and it was on about the 40, 40 yard line. Pick was on about the twenty. So that should that should have been another loss for the Chiefs. Yep, absolutely. They're a bad team. It's glorious. Yeah, like, I must admit, I, I hate the Chiefs. Um <laughs> I, I like I mentioned last week's on last week's podcast, I've obviously there's a fair few teams in the AFC I dislike for obviously rivalries with the Patriots over years and sort of the latter, the, sort of the end of Tom Brady's career in New England, obviously it was Pats versus Chiefs pretty much. And uh, so I'm really not keen on them and watching their capitulation considering that offense and how bad the defense is. Yeah. It is just beautiful. It's just <laughs> chef kiss. Absolutely <laughs> beautiful watching them just, struggle and yeah yeah especially especially moose because he's gone all quiet in the chat about Mahomes. it's just beautiful i thought uh, moose was a steelers fan he is but he would laugh at how much i hated Mahomes and how much i shit on him for like the last three years or two years mainly um but all of a sudden now that Mahomes is actually shit he's gone quiet Right, okay, doc. So as much as I would like to just literally spend an hour and a half shitting on Patrick Mahomes, mm. um, we will move on to the next game. So speaking of shit, the Falcons <laughs> lost to the Panthers 19-13. Um, Stefan Gilmore ended the game with a pick off a shocking pass by Matt Ryan. Um, I believe McCaffrey is back this week. Um, fucking typical given that they play the Patriots. Um, but yeah, so the Panthers-Falcons. I don't really remember much of this game, other than the announcement of Calvin Ridley mid-game, and then 
the pick to ice the game. I don't really remember much. I'm assuming Cordell Parson probably scored a touchdown. He did. He did. Of course he did. The biggest highlight from the game was Scott Hansen when Matt Ryan had his hand trodden on and there's blood everywhere. Oh, yes. And Scott was like, let's zoom in and watch this on super slow-mo. <laughs> let's not. Yeah, that was nasty. That was a bad one as well. Thankfully, it was as obviously as, as much as I uh, like laughing at Matt Ryan and his mistakes. I don't want to see him injured. Um, and that was a nasty one. Um, thankfully, it was as non-throwing hand. Otherwise, I think he'd have possibly been definitely done for the game and maybe out for a while. But um, yeah, that was a horrible one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you guys both said, did you both watch Red Zone? I don't know if you've seen highlights of this game or... I saw the touchdowns the hand uh, i watched quite a lot of this game because i'm bad at my job uh that it was essentially it wasn't so much a tale of a defensive battle as of two offenses really not finding their groove and not really like they were almost daring the other team to do something so well, why, why, don't, why don't you score a touchdown Pfft, you're not the boss of me why don't, why don't you score a touchdown it was just two fairly inept, mundane sides just banging into each other over and over and over again. I got into a bar fight in Amsterdam once, right, at this place called The Last Waterhole. And all of my friends actually knew how to fight. And the guys that wanted to fight us, they knew how to fight. But fortunately, I found when you get, you get paired off in a bar fight, guys and i found the only other person who didn't know how to fight from their team and so whilst everyone was like digging into the body with big nasty hooks and like like throwing each other around and like working the jab and getting the uppercut going me and this guy we just grabbed each other's collars and we just spun around in a circle again and again and again like rose and jack in titanic but in each of our eyes, you could see the other's fear. Like, you know how people die in the ring? It was like we had these silent scream faces. And as long as we kept swinging around again and again and again in this unspoken agreement, neither of us would have to throw a punch. But more importantly, neither of us would get punched. That's what this game was. If you, if you both agree nothing's going to happen and that unspoken agreement proves true, then everybody gets out okay. <laughs> right? I'm lost for words on this. <laughs> Guys, this is the kind of analysis you wanted on the podcast. That's definitely top that's definitely top the weight rose story. What? <laughs> All of these are true, by the way. Oh, I do not doubt. <laughs> it's called an analogy, guys. Look it up. Oh, but um, yeah, the, the Panthers are a strange team. Um, Darnold obviously looked shit hot for what three, four, or five weeks, and then has just seemed to have fallen off a cliff. Um, I think he was a bit better this weekend, from what I remember looking at the stats. I don't really want to click on it because I'll lose the page. But thirteen no. of twenty-four, hundred and twenty-nine. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, not like great. How many picks did he have? One? None. Well, there's a no. big improvement. Um, but yeah, the I still think the Panthers are a good team. I think their defense is good. Um, obviously, they, they play the Patriots this weekend. I 
I'm worried about the Panthers' defence because they are fast, and that's where our we tend to struggle. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Falcons just... The Falcons, to me, are a strange one. Like they Obviously, they've got Matt Ryan, who is a good quarterback, and he will get them wins, and he'll keep them in games. But to me, they just seem to... They'll finish 6-11, and 7-10, something like that. They're not going to get a good pick, and they're just going to be in this cycle of mediocrity for the next few years until they do something big. I could definitely say it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're yeah, I think they're just stuck. Um, and like, I'm not saying move on from Matt Ryan or anything like that. I just think they're they're good enough to win games, which if they're going to rebuild post Matt Ryan. He ain't going to help them. How uh, old is Matt Ryan? Matty Ice, the natural. 34, 35. Oh, so a young man. Yeah, he definitely isn't what he was um, in that season that he... Did he win MVP or... Yeah, he did win MVP, didn't he? The Super Bowl year. Um, um, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Um, he's definitely not the same as he was that year. 36 years young. 36, so he's he's coming towards the end. How dare you? I'm 36, you young son of a bitch. I'm virile. I never yep. liked it when Brandon Meebane would come on the field and the commentator would be like, 32, the old warhorse, one last ride, just dragging his mummified body, creaking his way through the trenches. His dick doesn't work. Yeah, but you're not an NFL player, Mr. Axe. Oh yeah. Maybe it's <laughs> There's still time. The holding tryouts in London. I can sort you one out if you like. I yeah, I'm down. Let's get my wobbly body. <laughs> but yeah, strain two odd teams. Um and I think I think the Panthers may make the wild card. Um So Donald picked up a concussion at the end of the game as well. So oh, that's a shame. Oh, that might be for the best. He hasn't been playing well. I think they need to change something up. They get Christian McCaffrey back next week. No, he's back this week. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, right. they have they have activated him a couple of hours ago. Um, so he may be... Oh, how fit he's going to be, I don't know, but he is off IR. He's going to pour one out for Tuba. So... <laughs> We will, wish I hadn't uh, done that, on the, to be honest. It's not an official medium of podcast. Now I've just got a wet no, no. on the floor. <laughs> but yeah, well, uh, I think that game could be very interesting this weekend. But I've no idea who the Falcons are, are playing this weekend, but we'll find out shortly. Um, but we'll move on to the next game, which was, towards the end, entertaining as fuck. Um, for a variety of reasons. So the Colts, I think, were at home. They were uh, against the Titans, and the Titans won thirty-four, thirty-one in overtime. Um, Daily, we'll start with you. Um, what on earth was going on in that game? Carson Wentz doesn't like throwing to his own teammate. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. I think Mike Rabel gave him a game ball after the game. Uh, he he won the Titans that game. Yeah, it was a bit bonkers. I I mean I put in the chat. Um, I can't remember what I think it was either Monday or Tuesday. Um, 
oh fuck, what's his name? Pat's legend who I've completely forgotten his name. Linebacker, black hair. Legarrett no. Lunt. No, <laughs> definitely not him. Linebacker. Danny Amendola. Eh? What'd you the say? The law there, firm. Brandon oh, Bolden. I've completely forgotten his name. Dion Lewis. <laughs> You're just doing shit running ben back. Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. But, um, He's a running back or linebacker. linebacker. Firm. The running backs we're talking daily. Agnozola? No. No. Um, he was part of the initial dynasty. Gunnar Oshevsky. <laughs> You're getting closer. The law firm. I can't remember his name, but I can see his face. But um, he basically said before, and he was like, he will, like, Wentz will fuck this up for the, the Colts. He will do something stupid. He'll just, he won't look after the ball. He'll make a mistake, and he'll hand the Titans the win. And he was pretty much spot on. The Titans did their best to not get the win. But, um, yeah. It was a strange game. That um, that pick. As to soon buy as Henry our... got injured, they stopped rushing the ball. Well, they kept him in for pass pro, and it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, it was uh... pulling. Yeah, after I've... your man. I mean, and now he's got to be what missing ten weeks back to the playoffs if they make it now. Well, I think they're saying that he may not even be that. He may just be done for the year. Oh, what a waste. Yeah. I mean, it's not like everyone's been saying, you need to look after him. And given the injury, apparently there is, there was a hairline stress fracture, which is a result of basically overusage. Um, I think everybody's sort of looking at them with sort of snidey eyes going, told you so. Yeah. Um, well, at least now they've got Adrian Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, they switch what... up at back. Switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like. I was impressed that the Colts realizing that they can't just completely work their game plan around giant tree person Michael Pittman Jr. and his terribly slow dig routes. Uh, that the Colts realized that what they can do is their receivers don't need to catch the ball. What their receivers can do is run forty yards up the field, make sure they hear a safety or a cornerback behind them, and then all they have to do is stop. They just turn around whilst and get hit by a very confused safety or cornerback running at them who didn't expect them to do that. Just run, stop, turn around, close your eyes, and just like wait for them to hit you, and then you get a 40-yard pass interference call, and you can move up the field reliably that way by <laughs> sacrificing these poor men. Yeah, I mean that final drive was just bonkers. They went like what ninety odd yards with one look, one lucky catch, and this that I mean that DPI on Bayard was just ridiculous. What was he doing? He, he basically just assaulted. You don't <laughs> give them the choice. Just just trick them into hitting you. You just turn around. You scream, "Witness me!" and then you just get rolled over. Boom. That's the real smart football. <laughs> yes. I don't know why the commentators kept on describing a two-score lead as an uppercut. That bothered me. Because it was the opening gambit. Who leads with an uppercut? A main. <laughs> you know? A jab. Short man, get inside. It, it was a jab, if anything. 
It's not like, well, I, I guess chimpanzees, like a chimpanzee's first move is to rip off your balls and then bite your face. So what he should have said is that the Colts, the Titans responding well to the Colts ripping off their balls and biting their face. What were we talking about? Bills Dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so not so... what they're talking about the first half because the Bills didn't play the first half either. There was <laughs> no, nothing going on. 3-3, three, three, like, what are you playing at? For a team yeah. that's going in with the, the number one ranked offense, nothing. I still, I still think that team is as much as it annoys me to say it, that team is very good. Um, and I think they, I don't think anybody comes even close to them in the AFC at the moment. Um, but they will, they'll fuck it up. They'll do something stupid. Um, which is going to be beautiful. I can't wait for that. But Cole Beasley's um, back. <laughs> Get their contract, put it on the table, let him put whatever numbers he wants on there. Cole Beasley is back. Is he still? 100 yards, 10 catches. Thank you. Did he? He did. He didn't. Surely he not. Did. I, can't, I actually can't believe that. Is, is he vaccinated now, Phil? I don't know. I know he released an anti-vaccination song. Um, but we all released anti-vaccinations. <laughs> it's just his got hurt. Because yeah. that, that was the song where he did announce that he does, and I quote Cole Beasley's song where he did say, I got heavy nuts. It is Donut not November, so he may be taking that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> yeah, so... So, Bill's... Are the Dolphins as bad as they look? The Dolphins just look terrible. I was all in on Flores after last year. I thought the man was brilliant. Same. The turnovers aren't there this year. Were they papering over cracks of how good we thought they were? I I just... No fix magic, no wins. Or one win was a gift. It's not looking pretty. No. The fan base has turned on tour. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I think there was lots of discussions went on last season and people out with the Miami fan base were kind of looking at it going, what are you talking about? Like, he's not really had a chance yet. What's he done wrong? Um, I mean, as much as I would love to shit on the Dolphins, um, I couldn't really understand why Dolphins fans were basically calling my bust already. Didn't really get it. Whereas I think especially the last few weeks. Uh, I mean, that London game, he was pretty abysmal. Some of the, the throws he threw in that were pretty god-awful. Um, yeah, yeah. Same as, same as you said, Daly, the, the black, Brian Flores, I thought, was awesome last year. Obviously, I was very disappointed when he left us. Um, I really liked him. Um, it was sad to see him go. But, um, oh, it's a big dog. Um, but, yeah. Don't, just, don't quite understand the Dolphins. I don't understand why they're so bad this year. I, I just don't understand it because they're a better team than that. And I can't understand why. 
Just looking at the targets now. Jalen Waddle, 12 targets for four receptions. Someone's not right there. Yeah, that's not ideal. Really not ideal. Yeah, I just I just don't understand what is wrong with the Dolphins. Because they're a better team than what their record shows. And realistically, they should be winless because the Patriots fumbled that game away in week one. Um, so realistically, they could and should probably be winless, um, which makes no sense to me considering how good they were last year. But um, X, Bills and Dolphins. Uh, I did not see this game. I was uh, I was uh, doing other things. As we all wish we were. <laughs> um, right, okay, so, yeah. I think none of us really can understand what's up with the Dolphins. The Bills, I think, look good. I think they'll be... I'd be surprised if they weren't in the AFC Championship game, but I hope they're not. But um, we'll move on to the next one, which was an absolutely tremendous game, which I would just like to point out again that I called and I did say that the Jets would beat the Bengals because the Bengals cannot be trusted. <laughs> so the Jets won 34-31. I think they were at home. Yes, they were. Um, so 34-31 Jets. Um, big win game. for the Jets. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes, it was. Mike I can say I think we uh, we at the uh, Out of Hours podcast are fully in favour of white supremacy. It was very nice to see it. I'm a big fan. We just needed. What? what are you? I'm just saying. I'm just talking, guys. I'm delivering. Oh no! It was amazing. What happened? I'm just delivering facts, guys. What happened is that the Bengals, for some reason, decided oh, no. to dare Mike White to beat them deep with all those uh, defensive acquisitions that they made in the over the last couple of years. I think and they Mike White. <laughs> so, Mike. What then? Mike White said was, "But what if I just throw to these?" wide open guys in the flats and then the Bengals defense said sure you could throw to those wide open guys in the flats if you're a pussy and then Mike White threw to those <coughs> flats again and again and again for 400 yards it was starting it was yeah quite he, incredible he did not make a throw over 15 yards he just made amazing decisions he took the easy space and the easy gains when they were there. He's the anti-Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he is the chosen one. And I think we could all say from the Out of Hours podcast, white power, guys. Right? Oh, what? <laughs> cool Mike story White. Mike White. He used to be called Mike Gray. He ended up battling a Balrog. And he earned the name Mike White. <laughs> True story. <laughs> See, once again, what's happening here is we were talking about things before the show <laughs> that no one listening to this podcast was around to hear, nor could they see the, anything that's on our screens. <laughs> Just outstanding professionalism all round, boy. 
This is why we'll never get a sponsorship. White power, Mr. Frodo. It comes in pints. Yeah, I think we have to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, obviously a huge win last week. I mean, I'm assuming now they're what, tied with the, the Steelers, I think, are they? The top of the AFC? No, in fact, the Ravens must still be top, I think. I'm not sure. Fuck knows. But, um, yeah. Yeah, Ravens Tra- are 5 and 2, Bengals are 5 and 3. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the, the Bengals shot their load the, the week before with the big win over the Ravens. Um, I can see them probably falling apart now. As I said last week, the team cannot be trusted. They don't know how to win. Come off a huge win and then drop. A game to shockingly bad jet side and as Mr. X said that I mean that is quite staggering actually that he didn't throw the ball over 15 yards that is um, I, I disagree I think the Bengals are going to be fine I think they're going to be a playoff team this year uh, I think it was just a case of just terrible te- a terrible coaching move that, that, that didn't pay off at all where they, they secured everywhere over the last couple of years with like Bell and Awuzi and Rita, but they didn't do anything about their god-awful linebackers, like who just got, they just got burned on those short little routes, like uh, they got Davis Gaither uh, and and whoever else is there. They just, they, they were made to look silly and either they're going to fix the problem uh, in the practices and in, in the film room or They've just been exposed and they're going to get dinked and dunked to oblivion every game for the next 10 games or however many they get in before they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I can't see them getting anywhere past a wild card spot. No. Um, if they even get that far, I think they may struggle, but we'll see. Right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, so, a low-scoring affair. Um, the Browns, who seemingly are complete and utter fucking mess, um, face the Steelers. Um, the Steelers won 15-10. Um, what is going wrong with the Browns, boys? What is going on there? Uh, Baker Mayfield is playing with half of his body. <laughs> Which, I mean, he's got like a, I, I, I can't remember the actual injury, but I think he's, he's got a collarbone issue and an issue with the lower half of his body. He's and, and the Steelers just played a much more physical game of football. Like the drop stats are misleading because the Steelers secondary is playing so aggressive that it got to the point any time OBJ or Landry got anywhere near the ball, there was a defender there to make a play. And it got, they eventually ended up, getting kind of gun shy by it and just every they would make a catch and just drop to the ground like a pro Madden player who is a terrible person every time they uh they they, they would make the catch Landry did it did it a bunch I think the Steelers because these divisional games are always like a right fist fight in the trenches and it's always a bit scrappy but the Steelers just came to play in a way that the Browns didn't at all 
The Browns have the most inconsistent offensive line I can remember looking at because oh, on pass plays, they just, they're like paper. And then they'll open up a four-foot hole for a, a giant chub hole for Chubb to just beast 15 yards up the field. I don't understand how you can be that terrible at one thing and that good at the other. Uh, it, it, it makes no sense. Do you watch this, Dales? Again, saw some highlights of red zone. We didn't see much of it over red zone, really. Did see the kicker getting absolutely demolished. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> How the fuck was that? Not was no penalty. flag thrown either, which is even more crazy. And then the highlight was the big hefty punter trying to kick off. <laughs> yeah, which he yeeted straight out of bounds, pretty much. Straight out of bounds. <laughs> off you go. What did you think about Ben Roethlisberger's performance, Richie? Oh, not a fucking Scooby. What did he do? Uh, He's what? turned it around. That's why yeah. I'm asking. 22 for 34, 266, one touchdown, no picks. Yeah, he's... In the he's last three his, games... He's, he's staying scored, on his feet, which is a bonus. In the he's last three games, he's scored four touchdowns, thrown zero interceptions. I mean, it's not great, but it's not dreadful. Um, yeah, right? He's still looking a bit slow, and he's still awkwardly moving around in the pocket with these tiny little awkward steps, like he's an evil puppet. But he's, he's his depth of target is up to about, I think his yards per attempt to like 7.9 yards per attempt now. And the Steelers have started running it. They've run it 30, consecu- 30 or more times in three consecutive games now. They're, they're Ident- running the ball well, yeah. Yep, the identity of the team is changing. The last time they did that for four games in a row was 2007. Well, so they've they've changed what they're doing to support Big Ben, and I think they're actually hiding his weaknesses quite well. Yeah, I mean he's. I think you've summed it up well there. He does always have some pretty glaring weaknesses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, Najee Harris looks awesome. The touchdown he scored was tremendous. He yeeted himself over the entire bundle stroke, about eight offense or. The entire offensive line and about three defensive linemen just threw himself over the top of a lot of them. Um, he looks <laughs> very good, although he's still the second best Harris in the AFC. But um, yeah, the, the Steelers, the Steelers are looking better. Um, the Browns, though, what? A, I mean, I know obviously this is this is after this game, but what on earth is going on in Cleveland? Um, Capitulated. You've got OBJ's dad releasing a video, like, what was that, an eight-minute video of, <laughs> of Baker Mayfield overthrowing or missing his receivers. You've got his Baker's wife calling out the receivers on social media. The boy getting really. involved with the free OBJ yeah. hashtag. It's yeah. just gone sour. Yeah, for, for a team that's so, I mean, again, Moose will be this week after the Steelers beating them, he'll be sitting with a hard-on listening to this, but yeah. OBJ had one target. Not good. One is it? target all day. But OB, OBJ isn't OBJ anymore. Like the OBJ of Giants, when you saw him, I mean, obviously Michael Thomas is the slant guy nowadays, but that was OBJ. OBJ would pick up a slant, catch it after eight yards, and run it six day for a touchdown. Um, And that just, the Browns don't seem to be able to. Like they've never figured out how to use him. Um, whether or not that is still there after his injury, I don't know. Um, 
but yeah, the the Browns are just a fucking mess. Well, he only shows up sporadically <coughs> for like the real OBJ will pop up a couple of times a season. He's like he's like the birthday blowjob of receivers. Like you appreciate it when it happens, but the resentment is still slowly building all the other days. <laughs> these analogies are good. We need a book of these analogies. <laughs> Uh, I've not had enough wine for that. It could be an anal allergy. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Re- re- yeah, it did. So, so if I blowjob anal and white supremacy mentioned, Jesus Christ, lads, what are we doing here? In fairness, you didn't ask me not to swear this time. You just expected it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's just assumed now. Explicit is just automatically on. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Browns are a mess. Steelers are looking all right. The defense is good. TJ Watt is a stud. Um, but yeah, um, Browns are just a shambles. But um, we'll move on to the next one. So the Lions versus the Eagles. I think last week's pod, myself, DJ and Griff all picked the Lions to pick up their first win and they lost 44-6. <laughs> so just lost by the 38 points. Um, are the Lions that bad? No, it was nope. just no. It's just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were missing by my man Jamal Williams. That's all I can put it down to. He's leading the league in first down carries so far this year, or percentage wise, maybe. But it just wasn't very good. They were at home as well. And just got embarrassed by and like the Eagles. The Eagles are an okay team. I think they're all right, but that's the sort of score that you expect off like the Rams or the Bills or the Cardinals or the Packers or somebody like that. Not off the fucking Eagles. The Eagles it's... just spread the runs around. Forty-six carries they had, and three players getting up more than ten. <sighs> Run the ball. Yeah, but that's a strange one itself. The, the Eagles can't figure out their run game. Like, their leading rusher was their quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, they, they still won by yeah, 38 points. They've not got points. a lead back. You know, but Miles, they do. Miles Sanders injured, though, isn't he? Oh, fuck, so he is. Yeah, so, so just ignore everything that I just said. Yeah. The Boston shot 12 carries. Jordan Howard, 12 carries. Kenneth Gangwell, 13 carries. You know, they're I mean, sharing it around the backfield. Yeah, I mean, Gamewell, Gamewell averaged 2.1 yards a carry, which is pretty shocking, to be fair. Howard, 4.8. Boston Scott, 5. And then Jalen Hurts, 10.1. And Rager, 10.5 and two carries. Um, yeah, it's... It's not good. I mean, even fucking Gardner Minshew got involved. What is going on there? Please do not take Gardner Minshew's name in vain. I love that man. They scored 44 points and had 114 yards passing. What the fuck? (laughs) 236 rushing. They only tried to throw the ball 16 times, albeit completed 13 of them. 11. So it is. I've had too much wine. Too little wine. True. But um, 
yeah, the Lions are. Are they going 0 17? Yeah, I think purposefully at this point, right? You, you got to look at that team if you're the yeah. if if you're the head office and think maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing. I, I mean, looking at looking at their schedule left, I think there's only three games that you look at and think maybe one being the Bears because the Bears are the Bears. That's got Lions win written all over it. Broncos are shit and are trading their best players away. And then I'll be accused of being biased towards the Falcons, but maybe the Falcons. If they can slow down Matt Ryan and obviously if Calvin Ridley's still out, his receiving core is after that is just Kyle Pitts. Um, but other than that, you're looking at Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Vikings, Ugh. Browns, Steelers. Maybe the Browns. In fact, that that is it. The Lions will beat the Browns because the Browns don't say no one sixteen before. Like that has got Lions win written all over it. But um, yeah, the the Lions schedule's not not great for them. Um, they're zero eight at the moment. It's looking pretty grim. But um, yeah, just a bad bad team. Um, Dan Campbell seems to be getting wilder every week. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but um, right. we'll move on to the next one. So, Rams Texans. Um, if I remember rightly, the Rams were up like thirty odd points, and then the Texans scored like two t- two three touchdowns fairly quickly, or something like that. Yeah, entirely yeah, so garbage Rams time. All of their starters, and then just got a bunch of fans out the crowd to come and play the last quarter. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what they did that's why the Texans were scoring other than that it would have been a shutout the Rams yes. were dominating this game as you'd expect right I mean I take back I was very complimentary of the Texans last time I was on the podcast and I fully apologise for that I was wrong they are god awful it's uh, they cheat a lot but like they're so bad that you can't even get angry at them for cheating it's like when Indiana Jones shoots the guy that has the sword. You're just like, oh, you scamp. Oh, I'm, I appreciate the moxie. What a scene, though. Uh, like, the Rams are just amazing. Week after week, they're just bullying people at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, Aaron Donald is incredible as a specimen of what humans can accomplish with enough rage. He's he's 30 years old, and it takes minimum two professional human football players to block him, often three. When I was 30-year-old, I shit my pants in a Cafe Nero. <laughs> like... <laughs> it wasn't an entire, like, not a full load, but there was a warmth and a wetness there that definitely wasn't there before. And I was already like halfway up the queue, but I remembered that in like when people smuggle drugs, they use coffee to mask the scent. So I thought, you know, there's only a couple of people to go. I might as well, might as well wait until I, I get to the till. I thought I'd gotten away with it. Yeah. You know, but then I, I thought I'd, uh, I'd gotten away with it. But then as I was leaving, there was a blind woman with a guide dog. And I feel like he might have ratted me out. <laughs> but then I think, why would you teach a guide dog 
that communication. Why not? We've taught them to smuggle to to smell out drugs. That that's true. What were we talking about? Uh, I can't even remember what game we were on. To be <laughs> perfectly Cooper honest, Cooper Cup being MVP. Yeah, Cooper, Cooper Cup is going to be MVP. What a man! Well, I think we expected it with how great uh, uh, Golden Tate was with Stafford, but this is just next level. It's unreal. Let's leave the MVP on the top. Page. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we'll get to that. But yeah, Texans suck. Rams look awesome. <laughs> I think. I genuinely now think they will be in the Super Bowl. I think they're freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, Matt we'll move Stafford on to. It. Yeah, I hope so. I love. I fucking love Matt Stafford. I think he's awesome. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the next absolute shit show of a game. Um, so <laughs> as were most this weekend, although I'm yeah. getting very excited because after this one, it's all on boys. But uh, one one more to go. <laughs> one more to go. <laughs> So the Niners topped the Bears 33-22. Justin Fields didn't really do much other than I think he had that one ridiculous run where he kind of scrambled out of madness. And then did he score a touchdown or? He he looked great. Like Matt Nagy has COVID and so he wasn't calling the plays. Mm -hmm. I think they have an offensive coordinator with a ridiculous name like Bill Lazor or like Jim Throwgood. Or some shit like, but like they were calling rational plays and Fields led rational drives well. He looked like a guy. I see where all the potential is. Yeah, he, he was making good reads. Like Khalil Herbert is awesome. They're a rookie mm-hmm. who's filling in for Montgomery. He wasn't and, great this weekend. He had well, I mean, three point one average. He had, and he when, was outrun by massively by Fields. But when you watch him, he runs. Oh, like, yeah. uh, like remember Fred Jackson. Yeah. In Buffalo, he's got that element to him where he will always break the first tackle, uh, and and it looks like uh, like a girlfriend trying to stop a boyfriend from getting into a fight. He'll just shred through the first tackle, and he works hard. And to be to be fair, like because the Bears' offensive line can't keep Fields clean for long enough for the downfield routes to develop, it massively reduces the amount of the field that a defense has to pay attention to. Uh, so there's going to be more guys in that area. It's going to be harder to find running room uh, and, until they sort that out. Because Fields, was a, as a prospect, was really lauded for his arm strength. He's supposed to be like a like a, a Josh Allen type, right? Boot out of the pocket. I think he was four for four out of the pocket and on the run. He's got great potential. I was very excited. Yeah, this was definitely, I think, the first game where people kind of sat up and took notice of Justin Fields and he was making some plays. I mean, that run he had was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he put 19 for 27, 175 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But then he was 103 yards and 10 carries and another touchdown. Um, so Jimmy G was good. 17 for 28, 322 yards, albeit no touchdowns, but no picks either. Um, I think this game was close until pretty much the fourth quarter and it kind of got out of the Bears' hands a wee bit. The Bears had it well in hand. They should have won, but they gave up a uh, Tory Smith-esque like 50-yard bomb with eight seconds to go at the end of the first half that really changed the game script. Yeah, I remember Paul Morning like, fuck about that in the chat. Yeah, it was gross. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> yeah, um, but the Bears, I think they're in a bit of trouble with Khalil Mack, I think is possibly out, possibly 
heading for IR, um, which is obviously a big loss for that defense. Huge. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was rumours last week he was possibly in for IR, but I don't think he has been, so he may be okay. Um, they're maybe just waiting to see how he is this weekend. But um, I don't know what the Bears' schedule looks like. Um, I'm Steelers in this weekend. Oh, that's not good. No. <laughs> Steelers, <laughs> Ravens. Steelers, Ravens, Lions, Cardinals. Oh, no. Packers. Oh, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. Oh, boy. Is Nagy back for the Steelers game? Mm, I think he must be, because that's two he's missed. I know he said he was taking notes at home, and I can only assume <laughs> that his notepad was like a massive picture of Andy Dalton, and then <laughs> several Matt Nagy's running six-yard curl routes with huge penises, and then the word like play action written down, but then scribbled over a million times like in a mad person's cell in a movie. <laughs> Yeah, the, <clears throat> that, and the coach just fired one is a home on sick leave because that would that would be the best thing for this Bears team. It really would. That schedule, so. there's one win they've got left this year, maybe two against the Giants. Yeah. So Thanksgiving week, that's the only win I can see again. I think they pick up a couple more. I, I think this Bears team are good, and if Fields actually Ooh. gets time to develop, uh, Vikings, Seahawks. I think they'll beat the Vikings. And I think they'll beat the Geno Smith Seahawks. I don't think they'll beat the Russell Wilson Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks game is late on. Yeah, he'll be back. He actually tweeted he tweeted this week like a photo of like his pin or something, and he was like he was basically like pins out, I'm back, essentially. So I'm assuming Danger Russ is back this weekend. Yeah, but he also trademarked let Russ cook and then just threw a million interceptions <laughs> and shat the bed for six straight months. So let's not apply too much gravitas to what Russell Wilson has to say. Is he holding fake huddles in the end zone again as well? <laughs> the most that cringe was, shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that was awful. I hated that. Um, but yeah, Niners, what do you think of the Niners? They're pretty good part of the course. Uh, Elijah Mitchell ran for 137 yards, 135 of which were after contact. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what a man. They, uh, Debo Samuel is apparently having like a very under-the-radar great season. I read he's just beaten Jerry Rice's franchise record for the most number of yards in the first seven games of a season. Well. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. He had one very lucky 80-yard screen pass that massively <laughs> inflated his stats. Jimmy Garoppolo still very good-looking, right? He's a handsome I mean, fella. He's so handsome, but like not like you want to be friends with him handsome. Like handsome like he seems like. He was, I mean, Jimmy G was ruined after he went on that date with that porn star. She just ruined him. Which one? There's so many. There is a few. I can't remember her name, but she does have a massive badoink-a-doink. Um, so Google that. Jimmy it's G. the first time star. I've heard a Scottish person say badonkadonk. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often, but... I really enjoyed yeah. it. Thank you. Every now and again. Um, <laughs> I can't remember her name, but yeah. He's never been the same since. Some would argue the whole leaving the Patriots-Belichick thing hampered him, but I'm fairly certain it was when he started dating that porn star who said everything that she touches 
and I'm quotation marking my fingers, turns to gold. Everything has gone downhill for him ever since. Um, <laughs> he's not played many games due to injury. Whether that's because he's spending time with her, I don't know. But yeah, Kiara old... Mia. That's her. I'll do some more research on that later. <laughs> Big old bedoink doink. <laughs> but yeah, um, right. We'll leave that one there. So next game, boys. Uh, next do game. Disconnect? Do you want to get it out of your system first? Because I can see that smile on your face sitting here in my pat's top as courtesy of yourself <laughs> you beautiful bastard oh I bought you that <laughs> uh, did you notice that in the hype video when they were framing it as a battle of two of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the league all of Herbert's highlights were him throwing dimes to the numbers in the end zone, and all of Mac's highlights were of him smiling. That's because he's a beautiful, <laughs> sexy bastard, that's why. Mac Jones looks less like Brady and more like a stepfather that you like, <laughs> but you don't respect. Oh, I love him. I'm all in. I am all in on Mac. Were you impressed by his performance in this game? I was. I thought why? he was good. Because he he's a he's a rookie. He he didn't throw a touchdown. He struggled in the first half. And then we came out in the second half and fucked you up with our defense. At so so Mark Jones didn't even have to do anything really. Because Bill did it all. This defense did not <laughs> fuck us up. Mac Jones at the end of the first half was eight completions for twenty-nine attempts. Yeah. And spent and I, most of it getting murdered by Jerry Tillery. Yeah, who, and why was that? Ah. Because he hit him late and he was never the same after. He hit him a full five seconds after. Yeah, damn right he did. Scumbag. You know the refs looked at each other and they looked at Mac Jones <laughs> and they went, in fairness, it is Jerry Tillery. It's kind of your own fault. He sucks. <laughs> if the Chargers were the Ghostbusters, you got caught by... Uh, Rick Moranis, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the level of competency you're dealing with. I, I thought, all right, you're gonna love this, Chris. So prepare your body. Yeah. Whilst I was not impressed with Mac Jones for most of the game, there was one drive when you got ahead in the fourth quarter, the drive went for about five minutes. And Mac mm -hmm. Jones carved up the charges with your subpar receiving core by throwing five to seven yards at a time. And in that very decisive, calm, measured drive, Mac Jones did, in fact, look a little bit like Tom Brady. I, like, I, I'm not joking. I've got a little bit of a chubby going on right now. <laughs> like... I, I'm I'm not usually on camera, but I am I am this week, but I'm not gonna stand up because you will see my hard on, so I'm not gonna stand up. But like, yeah, Mark Mark Jones is, I just love him. Um, I was not disheartened is, by this game because I feel like it was a very comfortable Chargers win, if not for some freak, if that freak interception to Ekela, who normally has great hands, where the ball bounced out of his hands. That was a bad throw. It was a fine throw. Echola catches no, that nine times out of ten. It was behind him. And you could see 
Bill Belichick right behind him, who has very strong opinions on running backs catching the ball when it is thrown to them. And he looked like that scene in, uh, you remember Entrapment? <laughs> uh, Sean Connery and prime pre-VD Catherine Zeta-Jones when she's trying to like learn how to dip under the lasers and Sean Connery's getting angrier and angrier that she can't do it. That was, it's like, Catherine, you simple bitch, they're just lasers. That was the face <laughs> Bill Belichick had. Austin, you simple bitch, just catch the ball. If you were a patriot, you would be benched. This was, this was a prime Bill Belichick adjustment game. The Chargers went mm-hmm. in at halftime ahead. Looked like we were struggling. We had a couple of good drives, but Josh made a few mistakes. I mean, that one when I think we ended up the field goal and that was a bad drive, which he's since basically said, yeah, he fucked up the play column. But this was a prime in a halftime. Bill makes adjustments. And I don't... I don't want to say it was an easy win, but it was it was comfortable. Like how dare you? It was like, not a comfortable win at all. It was go, go on, there's go no on, way that you should have won the game. Yeah, I disagree. That pick six. Gerald Cook switches on. That's not a pick six. Yeah, he absolutely. Turn over his shoulder. He does a similar to AJ Green last week. He just stops mid track. Although I was, I said Mike to Davis you, and the Sandy Semi Junior both went out of the game as well. Oh yeah, yeah, we, that, that was, was a shame. Both, you know, one and two corners. Uh, that wasn't a comfortable win, boy. Oh no, no, like I'm not saying it was a comfortable win, but in the end, like, like in the fourth quarter, like, so against the the Cowboys, like, I was always worried, and obviously it was went right to the death. I was still fucking sitting here at five a.m. in the fucking morning watching the game. And then we lost it in heartbreaking fashion. But at the end of that game, I was confident we were winning it. It's what I like. I'm not saying it was comfortable, like probably the wrong word to use, but I was confident we were winning that game. And I was confident before the game, as per last week's podcast, I said we'd win it by 10 or 7 or 10. I was confident we'd win it because I thought the matchup suited us. Whereas I think next week, I don't think this week's matchup suits us well. And although the Chargers are a better team than the Panthers, I think this week's matchup suits the Panthers better than it does the Chargers. And that's the beauty of the NFL. Like some teams are more suited to games than others. But I was confident at the end of that game that we would see it out and that we would win. Like pretty much the whole fourth quarter, I was fairly confident we were going to win it. Um, How much closer did this game get Matthew Judon to his eventual first ballot Hall of Fame? <laughs> I think he got one and a half sacks. He's he's uh, already in my Hall of Fame. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to start on the wall. I'm going to start the Chris Hall of Fame. In fact, I'm going to do that for the podcast. I'm going to start the Chris Hall of Fame, and Matt Judon is number one on the list, behind, of course, you two. Um, uh, but it's. It's X Daly, Cole Beasley, <laughs> Matt Judon. <laughs> who else? Yeah, Jamal um, Agnew, friend of the show. Jamal Agnew, friend of the show. Yeah, um, not friend of the show. Not a friend of the show. Fuck that wanker. Um, <laughs> I did but, say yeah. to you in the week that I have never seen the Chargers defeat the Patriots. 
I've literally never seen it. Bill Belichick just has our number every single time. It's, I honestly, it's... I've never watched a game. I think what, we beat you maybe in 2008. Yeah. Right? But that wasn't Brady. That was... Uh, who was Matt the backup? Castle. Yeah. It was Castle. Castle. Yeah. And then we we didn't make the playoffs despite being like fucking 9 and 7 or something like that. 10 and 11. Or something. Yeah, 11 and 5 we didn't make the playoffs or something. Yeah, something stupid. Um, It'll happen. I believe you put those two teams against each other and congratulations, it was a great win and you got a lot of positives to take away from it. I believe if you make those teams play each other 10 times, the Chargers win at least six of them. (laughs) Really? Yep. Because you, your advantages came from freak occurrences. Our advantages came from Justin Herbert being literally the greatest human being who has ever lived. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Justin Herbert. I think he is a tremendous quarterback. And would you like to buy a one thousand pound helmet? I would not. I... For the second time, I would not. <laughs> Selfish. I mean, if you it's got Matt Jude on, if it's got Matt Judon on it, yes. <laughs> if you can just score off Justin Herbert and write Matt Judon, I'll give you a tenner for it. <laughs> I will be buying a red Under Armour for next season to have the red sleeve sticking out. Oh so yeah. Out like I, That's I, why everyone thinks he's so good because he stands out. I have actually started seeing folk because I mean he got held that whole game. It was ridiculous. Yeah. He was held up higher again, and he still had 10 quarterback pressures, which is, I think he's now in the, that's put him in the top five in Patriots history. I think Chandler Chandler Jones is in it twice. I think he had 14 in one game. I think it was the Ravens divisional game when we kind of shouldn't have won and did. It needs an asterisk because he was going against Michael Schofield and Storm Norton. Michael Schofield? Is that not the guy from... Not Prison Break. Yeah, Prison Break. Yeah, Prison Break. I don't know. I never watched Prison Break because I'm not a 40-year-old mother of one. You should watch the first, like, two series and then just not bother dating, really. That is fucking terrifying, mate. I'm gonna. (laughs) (laughs) How have you managed... We're in the Shire. You're ruining it. Right, I think, yeah, I mean, I was absolutely buzzing this week after this week's game. The Pats are fucking back. Um, no, they're Matt, not. Matt Jones You're is the right. fucking greatest thing on earth. God. Ex-Chargers just ruined the weekend. The O-line, is, the O-line is back. Big Mike out to right tackle. Beautiful. The O-line is back working. The running backs are working. It, fucking Inkilhari had a fucking catch. How dare you bring up that name? Michael Salt in the woods. I was going to say Michael Myers, but fucking Thingy Myers. He's still still not caught a touchdown, but it's coming. I think it's on purpose. Isn't Belichick just scheming to get him the record for most catches without a touchdown? Probably. I mean, I think he's now now at something like 1,400 yards, 131 receptions, three (laughs) years in NFL, and he's never scored a touchdown. It's ridiculous, but... um, yeah, I'm um, all in. Like we are making the playoffs, like hundred percent. We're we're making the playoffs. We'll, we'll, we won't win the division. Playoffs. We won't win the division because we won't catch the Bills. Because, um, but we will make the playoffs, and I, I don't think any team will want to play us in the playoffs. Um, 
Well, nobody wants to play Bill, full stop. It could yeah. be the... He's the evil genius. All right? and a half a wine I've had that's saying that, but yeah, I'm I'm all in. Um, but I will move you on to the Seahawks Jaguars game because I am about to wet myself. <laughs> Please don't say anything horrific because I do not edit this before I upload it. <laughs> so I am going to go away for about thirty seconds. <laughs> so literally, whatever you say will be uploaded. So I am a little bit terrified right now. But um, Seahawks Jaguars, I'll let you speak. And I'm going to run for a pee, okay? I didn't even know that was a game this weekend. Yeah, I didn't watch that game either. So this is going to be an awesome game. What should we talk about, Daily? Oh, no. Right, we'll be back in like 30 seconds. Please don't say anything bad. So, like, Philip Rivers is just a man, anyway. You could have nine kids like Phil Rivers. I, I would really... Maybe I should call my child Philip Rivers. <laughs> then... Maybe she'd appreciate it. Oh, Philippa. She might appreciate Philippa a little bit more. A bit more feminine. That, that is a beautiful name. Although I once went out I went out with a girl named Philippa once. I don't think you can call your child uh, the name of someone that now hates you. Right? Okay. I'm not calling my dad then. <laughs> <laughs> did uh, Did you watch the, the, the Patriots-Chargers game in full, Dales? So. Yeah, I had it on the laptop next to me on full, and then I had red zone on the telly for the for the late games. So Do I'm you agree with Chris? I feel like we win that game at least six times out of ten. Yeah, like, you... Losing them two corners was huge. Yeah. The, the pick six isn't happening again. I had no idea what happened to that. Jared Cook's normally a fairly solid guy. Should have thrown it to yeah. Donald Parham and his giant body. It would have at least Just... got in the way. Like Mike Williams didn't even have a game. Like, where was Mike? Well, Bill Belichick always shuts down the the number one offensive weapon of his opposition, and apparently he viewed it as being Mike Williams, who's now our ex receiver, like uh, Mike Thomas was uh, when uh, Lombardi was at the Saints. So apparently they just. Uh, I would have thought Keenan Allen would then be unleashed, but apparently not. Yeah, just get him in the slot. They run slants all day. Oh my god! Ounce. Yeah. But, wasn't to be. No, I love a slotty receiver. He's a, an incredible human being. But uh, yeah, no, no, no dice. Were you impressed no with Mac dice. Jones? Do you think he looks like Tom Brady? There's flashes. I wouldn't say Tom Brady, but there's flashes. We didn't go rogue, Richie. He didn't. We we didn't. We actually had quite a boring conversation about the uh, the the Patriots and the Chargers. We got so overwhelmed <laughs> with the responsibility of running the podcast. <laughs> That so we were just didn't, so you didn't talk about the Seahawks and Jugs, no? No, we were just like neither of us watched it. Seen any movies lately? The weather all right? Mate, I trust you. Oh no, yeah, absolutely hammered it down. Worst I've ever been on training. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking at the box score for the Jags now. They did play. Oh, all oh, the Jags didn't play. Jesus. No. Really that was Gino Smith as well, Mike. Yeah, Trev. So I threw 54 times for 238 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and their run game was pretty abysmal. Um, was James Robinson injured? Why rush four times with him? I don't know. Maybe. Carlos Hyde was, had nine carries. Trevor Lawrence had three. Dare Ogunbowale had two, and LaVisca Chanel had one. So, yeah, not quite sure what's going on with the Jags, but um, Geno Smith, 
boy looks good. Who's paying him next year? No one. Broncos. Someone will. Someone will. Broncos do it every year. Just don't get anybody. Then just get someone shit like Teddy Bridgewater or Geno Smith. Someone will pay him. Because the quarterback class from the, the draft is dreadful. Apparently. Hmm. Can Jabal Agnew play quarterback? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I mean, Tyler Lockett had ridiculous 12 receptions for 142 yards. Despite the fact DK Metcalf did have both the um, touchdowns from Geno Smith. But yeah, the Jags. Are you sold on Trevor Lawrence? Do you think he is the messiah that he was made out to be? I've not seen enough of him to think he's good. There's moments where you think, oh, that's a nice pass, but then it gets terrible again. Mm. I think he needs time to develop. I think he would do well sitting behind uh, someone competent for a little while whilst the team sorts its business out. Like Matt Jones. (laughs) (laughs) No, so angry. He just... Because a podcast is not a visual medium, listeners of the Out of Hours podcast, that was just, that silence was me and Daly looking at Chris's smug fucking face with seething hatred for three to four seconds. Uh, I must you have been so angry that you literally come because I'm close. <laughs> I'm nearing it. I'm disappointed medias have mentioned the name that I have gone with on my Skype name. I can't see it. It just says Chris Ritchie. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> the, the other one. Again, in terms of visual mediums, this is not the greatest <laughs> bit that you could <laughs> come up with. No, you're right. It's really not. So we will move on to the next game, which was an absolute fucking belter. So the Saints, who are now Winstonless after his shenanigans. Top the Buccaneers 36-27. What a game. What an ending that was. What a video of Jameis <laughs> dancing like <laughs> fuck in the locker room. He Despite the fact he's just blown his ACL. He's dancing like fuck on crutches. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. He's a gift that keeps on giving. Oh, hmm. I, I love him so much. I, I mean, I have the Saints on in the original league on Madden, and I am considering paying him like twenty million a season just to keep him, just because it'd be funny, because I love him so much. You pay that man. This should have been a, a redemption season for him after being arguably like a laughing stock meme the last few years. Uh, I feel terrible that it's getting cut off. Yeah. Uh, midway through, I thought he played an amazing game. He was out dueling Brady. He was. Uh, and I know, like, Dennis Allen, the defensive coordinator for the the Saints, always does an amazing job against Brady because he understands that Tom Brady preys on your defense being where logic would dictate that they have to go to be good at American football. And what Dennis Allen does is he makes his players stand in, in any other situation, completely the wrong place leaving other areas of the field vulnerable because he knows Tom Brady won't expect your professional footballers to be in that stupid position. (laughs) And it works. 
Tom yeah. Brady got bamboozled. He threw a couple of picks. It was a bad Brady game. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a bad Brady game. I mean, he was 28 for 40, 375 yards, two tuddies, and two interceptions. Obviously, the second one was pretty much finished the game, obviously, the pick six. But the Bucks could not run the ball. Um, Fournette had eight carries for 26 yards, 3.2 average. Ronald Jones, three for 13, 4.3 average. And Brady had one for 2-2. Two, two. And Giovanni Bernard had two for 38, obviously 15 yards average. They could not get the run game going, which I think says more about the Saints than it does probably the Bucks, Because um, that Bucks O-line is good. Um, yeah. Obviously, they've got weapons behind the behind Brady. Bernard, Fournette, Jones, I think, are good. Probably top 10, 15 running back rooms in the league. Um, but the Saints D-line on the Saints defense just handled them. Um, Jameis, I mean, Jameis was, what, 6 for 10 for 56 yards and one touchdown. Um, didn't Wasn't spectacular. Samin came in. Samin was better than Jameis was. Um, he was awesome when he came in. 16 for 29, 159 yards, one touchdown. Well, they didn't uh, have tape on Samin. No, that's true. But no one does. No one needs tape on Simeon. He's an enigma. I think I could probably scheme up some place to stop Trevor, Trevor Simeon. But... I I think, like, Simeon's obviously Have not the team. answer. If only there was some amazing quarterback sitting at home on his sofa that you could maybe call up and say, hey, Phil Rivers, why don't you come back <laughs> for this season? Get off your wife. Hop in. It's the Saints are eerily similar to the offense that had such great success with Phil Rivers uh, the last few years of his career in oh, San Diego, in in Los Angeles. Amazing thumping running back, outstanding third down running back, who's an incredible pass catcher, a wide receiver one who is ridiculous at running short routes, a bunch it's of other interchangeable guys. Except now he'll have an incredible defense and an actual O line. This Saints team can go very far, but I don't think they go very far with Trevor Simeon. No. Um, yeah, I must admit I was surprised that the Saints haven't we haven't seen them do something yet, um, and whether that's I don't think Breeze is coming back because he didn't look great before he retired. Um, if you're getting Sean Payton as a QB guru, he is. this short, injury-prone little man from San Diego and turned him into a Hall of Famer. True. Yeah. So uh, let's see what we can do with Trev. But, uh, Trevor Simeon, though? Do we really I mean, the, think he's... To me, the Saints at the moment are a wild card team that will get get popped out in the wild card round if they make it. And I think they will, because I think their defence is good enough, because that defence is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, They look very, very good. The trade deadline's passed now. Your only options, really, are Cam Newton. Yeah, or uh, Phil Rivers. Phil, by God, Rivers. Drew Drew Brees won't come back. No, he's making too much money. Um... But yeah, that that Saints defense is very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, 
Well, yeah, we'll Michael move. Thomas is done for the year too. Don't forget. He, he is. is. Wait, is he? Yeah, yeah, it was announced today. He he tweeted or put on Instagram one of the two that he was done for the year. He's had uh. an ankle injury, which has done him. So the Saints have no wide receivers. They basically have Kamara. That is that is it on offense. Oh, uh, what uh, could have been? Marcus Callaway or Adam Troutman, or Alex Armar, Kevin White. Why is Moose posting in there? Fucking dick. Wait, is that Kevin White of the Bears? It is. He's still in the league. He is. He had like a 40-yard reception. Good. I've been rooting for that guy since day one. The poor bastard. Just missed his first three seasons from injury. He was supposed to be great. That seems like so long. That, like I genuinely feel like he was like 2008, but he obviously wasn't. But it feels no, like he was. I know what you mean. 2008. Yeah. He feels like he's been around for so fucking long. But um, yeah. Right. We'll move on from the Saints Bucks. So the next game. Oh Jesus! What a shit show. Broncos Washington. Um. So the Broncos won 17-10. The Washington football team. I have completely given up on. They're dreadful. Um, we're so high on them two weeks I was, ago. I, really, <laughs> I wasn't high on them, but I hadn't given up on them yet. That like that defense was fucking awesome last year, and I really thought they'd kick on. And I thought with Fitzmagic, they would obviously win games, but obviously he's been injured. And Heineke, I said to my mates during the week or at the weekend, every time I see Heineke, he's either throwing a hail mary or making a fucking mistake running the ball. Yeah. One of the two. There's no in between. Um, the Broncos, I was also really high on, but now they are trading away their best player for, what, two twos to the Rams? Um, that's a bit bonkers. Um, obviously, Von Miller now with the with the Rams. Um, I don't really understand why they've done that, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see, but, yeah. Broncos 17, Washington 10. I remember nothing of this game. Um, don't remember it on Red Zone. Well, I think because I was watching the Pats Chargers, I think I maybe saw the end of it of Red Zone. But I don't really remember. It was pretty bad. It was two bad teams doing bad football uh, against each other. Like the, the Washington defense that was so hyped is actually at this point just a D-line, and if you can withstand that pressure, just like happened uh, in that game with Buffalo, you can kind of carve them up. They're, they're, they're not brilliant in the, on the second level defense-wise. I quite like Taylor Heineke, but I mean, he's not being put in a place to succeed. They they yeah. ran the ball with uh, Antonio Gibson eight times. What are you doing? Yeah, It's, it's your best player. <laughs> who, who, who is Janet Patterson, and why did he have more carries than Antonio Gibson. Exactly. It makes no sense. And then you've, why would you hire a kicker named Chris Blewett? <laughs> what do well, you, it, in terms is, uh, of like, uh, what's it, nominative determinism. So, like, if you, if you have a guy named uh, Stephen Fuckhard, he'll probably become a, a, a porn actor. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, or a traffic warden. Or having one, we could try. You should try to put together a nominative determinism team. You could have like David Fales at quarterback. You could have Chris Blewett as your kicker. Uh, Willie Parker at running black slash sex stuff, I guess. Kenneth Gainwell, get him in there. 
Malik Reed could be your QB. Could he read the defense? There you go. See, now we're cooking, boys. Cameron Curl as a receiver. This could yep. go on for a while. Uh, I know. Browning. Uh, Get Willie Gay. I guess that's kind of a question. <laughs> David Mayo in the kitchen. Yeah, wasn't there? A, there was a defensive player whose surname was Slaughter, right? Darius. Darius, Darius Slaughter. Yeah, that rings Slaughter. a bell. Right, get him in. Still works. Uh, Jackie Battle, play him at fullback. What were we talking about? Broncos, Washington football team. I think, <laughs> I think this is more entertaining, to be honest. Was this the Keynote Smith ball? Yeah, it could be. Although, to be fair, Teddy B was 19 for 26 for 213 yards and one touchdown. Not yeah. dreadful. Although, he, Jerry Judy, who I thought would be have a massive season this year, had one carry for zero yards and then four receptions for 39. So not ideal. Uh, Colin Sutton has taken up a lot of those targets. He's like the I, number one receiver. I believe the fullback for the Broncos led the team in, rece- in reception yards. Did he? Okay. I, th- I think Tim Patrick is a fullback. Tim Patrick is not a fullback. Tim Patrick, Tim Patrick is a slot receiver. Is he? Oh well. Yeah. Well well Tim Patrick, the slot receiver, led the team in receptions <laughs> and yards. No, he didn't lead them in receptions. Jerry Judy did, but uh, yeah. he led them in yards. But right, we'll move swiftly on after me me making myself look a dick. But um <laughs> So next up is the Patriots versus the Chargers. No, I'm joking. So the next game was oh. Sunday night football. <laughs> The Vikings versus the Cowboys. I did not stay up for the, or did I? I think I stayed up for the first quarter and thought it was going to be a Viking shutout, but clearly I was wrong. The Cowboys won 2016. Are the Cowboys the real deal? I'm starting no. to be. No, do you know no. why they won? It's because the Vikings thought, ah, oh, Dak's not playing, so I guess they'll be running a more vanilla style of offense with Cooper Rush, who's thrown. I think three passes in his entire NFL career. And what Dallas did is they outsmarted them by just letting Cooper Rush do mad stuff that he'd never tried before. And they were like, you've only thrown three passes. So I guess there's no proof that you're bad. I guess flea flicker. And then they did. (laughs) It was an exceptional game plan. He just, he has gigantic balls. I, oh, what a rush. I mean, 325 yards he threw for. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, I mean, the Dallas are pretty I think they, they would be a contender if we didn't have these absolute powerhouse teams in that S tier at the top of the uh, the NFC. Do you not think with a healthy duck, though, they compete with them all? Absolutely not. Not with the Rams. No. 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 And Packers, I, yes. Buccaneers have the best run defense in the NFL. So Zeke Elliott will just be, I, I don't see it. I don't see him hanging with the top uh, teams. I mean, when you, look at, when you look at the quarterbacks that the Cowboys have faced and beat, there's no, like you don't see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, any of these guys in there. It's Matt Jones, Herbert, Cousins, Guys like that, there's none of these top tier quarterbacks that they've beaten, which albeit you you can only beat what's in front of you. I don't know what the Cowboys' schedule is like towards the end. 
They've got Broncos, Falcons, Chiefs, Raiders, Saints, Washington, Giant, Jesus Christ, Washington. So, yeah, you're looking at... Chiefs is going to be a game. That's going to be a hell of a game. Half nine on the 21st of November. Falcons, they should easily win. Raiders, they should... They're a fucking mess. Saints, on my birthday, they are without, obviously, Jameis. So, they should win that. Washington should be easy. Giants, easy. Washington, again, easy. Cardinals is a huge game on the 2nd of January. And then they finish up the season against the Eagles, um, which, again, they should win easily. So they're going to be in with a shout for that number one seed, I still think, um, depending on how those Chiefs and Cardinals games go. I think other than that, I don't think they should drop again. Um, I think the offense is good enough that they won't drop one. Um, I think the defense isn't great, but they are. They're getting turnovers, which is obviously huge. Sure. Um. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Um. I can very much see this being a very interesting divisional stroke possible NFC matchup. Mm. Um. Which they will ultimately probably lose. In heartbreaking fashion, which will be <laughs> funny as fuck. Yeah, Jerry losing is always good. Um, but yeah, I I like the Cowboys. They're one of my sort of teams that I kind of half root for. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins daily. You know, played a nice solid game. No turnovers. <laughs> Didn't force the ball downfield. Solid game, that's not enough. But is that just an epitome of Kirk Cousins? Not enough. Kirk Cousins, though. Kirk Cousins will look after the ball. Again, he won't put a game on his back and win you it, but he's not going to throw it away. That's why you need to rely on your defense and your run game to get the extra points. Mm. I think that sums up Kirk Cousins quite well. I wouldn't go that far. He's a B plus player. How many wrestling references have we slipped into this podcast today? Probably more than I've noticed. (laughs) (sighs) I am way too drunk. Holy fuck. Um, Right, we'll move on to the last... We'll We'll move on to the last game. Um, Chiefs-Giants. So I think did did we, did we speak about the Chiefs Giants earlier? Did we speak about that before we started? I can't no, even no, remember. No, it was on the podcast. It, the it was. Game. Yeah. So the the Chiefs should have lost that game, right? Yeah, yeah. it was the uh, the last minute of phantom offside penalty. Offside. Pat Mahomes looks terrible. The Chiefs are turning over the ball on over a quarter of their drives. It's now. beautiful. It's absolutely it fucking beautiful. Delicious. If my fiance Caitlin was not currently pregnant. She would be <laughs> pregnant after I tell her that stat. I've been whispering at her into her ear at night each, just before she goes to sleep. Uh, and then I, I just slip down the bed and I whisper it into her stomach because babies are supposed to be able to hear uh, things. I just say, quarter of the time. It's a turnover. It is beautiful. Patrick Mahomes is a good Fuck Patrick Mahomes. Fuck the Chiefs. 
Yeah. They are. We're Patrick Mahomes is. To the pile now. He's the most overrated quarterback of all time. And I am happy to put my name to that statement. Have we said t- it? <laughs> What's that? I was going to say, is this. Are we. Are we technically taking the role of journalists? Are we supposed to be unbiased towards no. the things that happen? Never. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Only, only yeah. Ian is the unbiased one. He's the okay. only unbiased. Oh, true. Which we should probably mention the shenanigans today, which Daly, of course, won't be aware of because he is not in the Madden League. But, Mr. X, you obviously saw those power rankings today. I did. I liked the power rankings rankings that combat... I- put out yeah. that made me laugh a lot i like yeah. that it's one of the beautiful things about the community we got a lot of very funny creative guys uh and cb i don't know <laughs> what i'm talking shit about who, who was ranked as one of the worst modern players yeah. in the league despite the what? fact he has won probably the most super bowls out of anyone other than sc um but yeah I... tremendous I liked the Absolutely effort. I thought, tremendous. I thought, I thought Tom's uh, rankings were a, a very good statistical take. I thought Ian did a brilliant job deciding like where people are going to stand in the conferences. He rated my New England Patriots very highly because he's a man of intelligence and distinction. I preferred Tom's, to be honest, because he had me ranked number one. Mm, wrong. <laughs> wrong. Unless it was, a, was it ranking height? No, it was ranking like just ability, which, of course... Well, actually, no, because I'm not obviously number one, but I preferred Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they were absolutely tremendous. Like, Combat, who is one of the best players in the league, was ranked at like 25. CB, who historically is one of the best modern players we have, yeah, and was ranked like 29th or something. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. It was That's true, but uh, you know who's 2-0 and against Combat this year? It's this guy. It's Mr. <laughs> X. It's the long sloth, the dirty weekend. How can you be 2-0 against them? Buff he, the vampire slayer. How can you be 2-0 against them? We've Originally only played half a season. Gen. I've played uh, him twice. I've played him with my Chargers and my Patriots. I'm amazing at Madden. Drink it in, listeners I, of the Out of Hours podcast. I'm I the man to beat. To beat Jing. the man, you have to beat the man. How many <laughs> bottles of wine are you going to drink? But <laughs> It's already chaos. If we end before 10, I might nip down for another one. <laughs> because I am in Scotland and we have that stupid fucking rule oh, that you can't buy alcohol after 10. Yeah, but have you tried like having alcohol in so you don't have to go buy more? Uh, I do, but it's only a bottle of Fireball and straight vodka and I'm not for that life. Straight vodka is the drink of champions. Yeah, but straight on a school night. Mm, yeah, bad, good yeah. for you. What hairs on your chest? Oh, I do actually have some energy use and rum. I could go on that. I thought you were going to say I did actually have some hairs on my chest. I'm going to proceed to show me. Are you hairy, Chris? Me, oh, not fuck really, I. No. You should see my balls. I do have a Should I? Right now, <laughs> you can't quite see it because we're shy. Right. We, um, so that was the Chiefs giant. So, yeah. So, basically, we decided the Chiefs suck. And the, I mean, we didn't even really mention the Giants, but they also suck, don't they? Oh, fuck the Giants. Like, yeah. Um, Danny Gimes is worse than he should be. He's better than he is. He has yeah. no receivers. Saquon's out for an indeterminate amount of time. Kadarius Tony looks quite good, but, I mean, 
small bright spot in an otherwise murdered cast of one-legged men. Yeah. Was that Dreadful. a gallon of the NFL somewhere, say? <laughs> yeah. Right. We are at now an hour and 35, so we better... Oh, sorry. <laughs> otherwise, this is going to be a two-hour podcast, which, to okay. be fair, I'm not too disappointed at, but <laughs> we will... We will move yeah, on to our predictions. We'll go, we'll go on to our predictions. Okay. So week nine of the NFL. I'll just run through them. So we will start with X, me, and then Daly. Okay. We'll name our winner. Um. So Colts, Jets, Thursday night football. Colts. Colts. Jets. Oh, I like it. Oh, Jesus, that's just shit. White um, power. <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna have to like record a warning and put it in. Um, right, Giants, Giants, Raiders kicking off Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night, six o'clock. Uh, I think all of this terrible rug stuff is going to cause not a great atmosphere in the. I would have gone with the Raiders before all of this happened, but I think the the Giants. I think they'll come in more focused. I agree, Giants, for similar reasons. I'm going to say Raiders, like Derek Carr. I'm going against Adrenia, but Derek Carr is a man of faith. FTR. Behind him. Everything happens for a reason, remember? That's what God said. God's yeah, God's plan, yeah. Um, right, Saints, Falcons. Uh, Saints. 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 Oh, Jesus. Jugs, Jugs, Bills. Uh, that's that's just a Bills murder. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a cricket score. Yeah. Um, 27 oh. for 9. Right. Bengals, Browns. Bengals. I am going to go also Bengals. The Wincinnati Wingles. Right. Panthers, Patriots. Uh, in Carolina. Oh, in Carolina. I'm actually, uh, I think the Panthers will take them. I don't think you're all that special. I'm smiling. <laughs> oh, shit's me. Uh, we have stayed in <laughs> LA and have been preparing for the week, so I... As I said earlier, I am all in. We're winning this week. We're only going to drop like one or two games for the end of the season. Pats win. Yeah, like Bill Belichick, the evil empire, like he just rolls on. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, right. Cowboys, Broncos. Uh, Broncos are terrible. That's the Cowboys win fairly easily, I would have thought. Yeah, agree. Cowboys. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys, but Cowboys. Ravens, Vikings. Uh, won't be watching it. Kate back in sale, but Ravens. <laughs> yeah, Ravens. Yeah, you can't look past the Ravens flock. So Ravens. At home as well. Uh, oh my God. This is the worst game the NFL has ever seen. Dolphins versus Texans. Oh boy. Uh, oh, that's just gross. Dolphins are at home. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Texans. I think they pick it up. Tyrod's back. Is he? Mm-hmm. Supposed to be. Oh fuck! 
No, I'm going to go Dolphins. Oh, neck and neck who to think about picking until you said Torrad was back. Yeah. Let's go to the Texans. Uh, you boys, Eagles, Chargers. Chargers. Eagles. Chargers. You're wrong Chief. and you're tall. <laughs> Chiefs versus Rogerless Parkers. Yeah. Chiefs, disappointingly, Chiefs. but they're not Chiefs good. It's just, I can't see the Packers doing brilliantly. Yeah. Uh, before, I would have said Parkers win it easily, but yeah, now that Rogers is out, Chiefs. Is that Thursday night football as well? No, Sunday. Half nine. Full week of Jordan, I'm getting ready. Nah, Chiefs. Niners, Cardinals. Good oh, game. what a game. Hello. Uh, oh, that's so tough. The games are shit this week, to be perfectly honest, because of injury. Like, if Rodgers was playing, we would have had Chiefs. Yeah. We would have had Mahomes-Rodgers. We would have had Rams-Henry. Whereas none of that now is happening. Like, literally all the games are fucking shit. James would have had versus the Falcons out. Like, there's nothing that appeals to me from this week's games. Absolutely nothing. Is DeAndre Hopkins out this week? Probably not. I don't know. Is he? Then he injured. The, then the Cardinals. I thought he got injured uh, on the tail end of this week's game, which is why they went to AJ Green for well, that. Well, Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray sat out today's practice. Oh, Kyler um, went down, didn't he? Yeah, of course. Oh no, so yeah, Niners. I think Kyler's supposed to be out a couple of weeks. Uh, no, saying he'll be fine for Sunday. Wrong. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's me, so I oh, fuck, I've lost the game. Uh, yeah, Cardinals for me. Is Matt Lineout still the backup? Fuck knows, Daily. Not a clue. Deep ball. I like it. <laughs> I'm still going cards. Matt Lineout or not? Rams, Titans. Oh, well, Rams at this point. That would have been an amazing game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rams. Yeah, Rams for me. I think the Titans make it a game. They're going to have to switch things up, though, now. Mm. They've got Julio, who's half fit, and obviously an elite AJ Brown, um, yeah. and Tano, who's good. Tannehill like, is great. So I stand by that. Yeah. They're going to have to switch things up massively. Um, Tannehill Day, if he goes to cousin. No, he's a little bit better than that. Better. Yeah. Tannehill would have taken the sack for the safety rather than throwing a pick six than, uh, like Carson Wentz. That's why Tannehill is a good quarterback. He makes smart decisions. It's yeah. not all the balls you throw, it's the balls you don't throw. <laughs> Gentlemen. Yeah. You say Rams as well, Daily? I did, yeah. It's been many yeah. years since I've thrown balls anywhere. <laughs> so to finish things off with an absolutely grim matchup, which I would <laughs> rather scrape my testicles on a greater and watch this game, is the Steelers versus the Bears on Monday Night Football. Bears, turn it around. They looked good. Uh, I want to see what Justin Fields can do. Steelers from me. Matt Nagy's back, so it's got to be Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'll stick with it, but you're completely right. I regret everything immediately. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right, we'll uh, we'll finish things off because we are now one hour forty three in. Not that I'm regretting it, but You're we welcome. are we are one hour forty three in. So we will finish off with our questions of the week. So we had first question in a world where quarterbacks don't automatically win the MVP award. Who are your three MVP candidates this season so far? And I will just put in quickly this question, I think was from Luke. I can't remember. But his three were, and I think he's going for last year, King Henry, RIP, Trayvon Diggs, and Cole Beasley. He's got one out of three. He's got one out of three close. Well, <laughs> Cole Beasley, I'm not sure about the other two yet. Well, he's Cooper probably... Cup. Yeah. I don't think you can dispute that at this point. Uh Aaron Donald, as always. Always, yeah. Rayshon Slater. Who? <laughs> Great. <laughs> not Jerry Tillery. No, no, it's no, your no. own fault if you get hit by Jerry Tillery. That's <laughs> like that's like you're fighting the Night's Watch and you get killed by Sam. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea. Suck the quarterback. <laughs> You've got a wee bit of the Sam's about you, Mr. X. <laughs> well, I am a professional. Guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think my my three would be Diggs, albeit he has been oh, Diggs, of course. Yeah. middle of the range in performance. Obviously, his interception numbers have obviously been ridiculous. Um, Coop, I'm just taking out Henry now. Because of he is dead. Um so Cup digs and although he has said it should be not an automatic QB award, I think Brady has still played ridiculous enough that he still has to be in there. So my three would be Brady, Diggs, and Cup. Um but I would not be opposed to at the moment any of them winning. Diggs needs to obviously keep up the interception numbers because his coverage ability has not been great. I think he's like 70th ranked cornerback or something via the PFF stats or whatever they go by on on the NFL. Um, He's not been particularly great, but his interception record has been obscene. Um, Daly, did you name your three? I I didn't know. Um, Before this weekend, it would have been Derrick Henry without a doubt. Mm -hmm. But Cooper Cup for sure. Yeah. Aaron Donald, just because he's the best player in football. He is the best player of football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He plays football. Wouldn't 30 agree. years Wouldn't old. Disagree. 5 foot 11. Smaller than me. I could beat uh, him up. <laughs> uh, I could take him in a knife fight. <laughs> Your limbs are too big. Pile. You're too big of a target to have a knife fight. What are you talking about, you fucking ent? Right, we need to wrap this up within 14 um, minutes because I only have 14 Beasley. minutes to get down to the shot. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley, Matthew Judon, Chris Blewett. Cole Beasley again. Chris Blewett, right. Next question. Um, <laughs> so the Rams have gone all in this season by trading for Von Miller. Who will this season, how will this season end for them? 
and what will their scouts do for the rest of the college season now that they're not needed? Um, I will take this one. So the scouts are always needed because the Rams could end the season, win the Super Bowl or, or whatever, but they could still trade away such and such for a third, such and such for a second. And players drop. We saw Barrymore drop from the first round. Patriots picked him in the second. Um, players drop, whatever happens. Scouts will always be needed. doesn't matter what happens. There'll be players that will be first round graded for some teams and they'll be fourth round graded for others. Um, players drop. Um, so scouts will, like, it will change nothing in terms of what the Rams do in terms of scouting. Absolutely nothing. It doesn't even matter if they have zero picks at the moment. Nothing will change in terms of what their scouts will do. Um, Daily, that is a lovely pussycat you've put on the camera, but it's a little bit terrifying. Um, (laughs) But yeah, nothing will change in terms of Rams for scouting. But yeah, the Rams are all in. I think they will be in the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think they, adding Von Miller to that team, will possibly probably push them over the edge in terms of, I had the Packers picked as my number one. Um, But yeah, um, in terms of your question, nothing will change for the Rams in terms of scouting for the offseason. Um, they will do their board as they normally do, and nothing will change. What a boring answer. I'm going to say they're going to do coke and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> Can they invite me? <laughs> no, you're too big. You want to fight Aaron Donald with a spoon. But yeah, I think uh, they're going to go all the way to the Super Bowl and maybe win it. Yeah, X. I think it will be interesting to see that offensive uh, defensive line and the defense as a whole are playing so well that I will be interested to see if adding a Von Miller, a huge name that commands a lot of clout in the locker room, is going to upset that chemistry at all. Uh, like we were talking about with the Texans a few weeks ago, if you have a star, you have to design plays around your star. And that line are just gelling at the moment. They're just bodying people. So let's see how uh, Von Miller fits in. Everyone remembers the Eagles' dream team. You can't just get all the best players and smush them together and you're automatically the best team. You have to, uh, it's about chemistry uh, and, and anticipating your teammates' movements and what they might do. So uh, I, I don't think Von Miller will be an issue in terms of locker room. He seems very much a locker room guy. I mean, he apparently spent yeah. hours upon hours spending message, sending messages to like not even just teammates, but coaches, facility staff um, from his home before he left. Um, so I I don't think he's going to be an upset into that locker room. But as I said, I am pushed for time before 10 because I'm wanting to get to the shop. So we will move on to the final question. <laughs> so question for, the, question for the pod from SC. Chris yeah. and Griff said last week that they would be a Chargers fan if they weren't filthy Pats fans. Uh-huh. Disgusting really this question. But in keeping with the Chargers fans, low turnout... I feel that three is the maximum we can have in out of hours. Mm-hmm. So who would you sacrifice out of the four and why? I got this, boys. What I do is I walk into a room with with these two fine gentlemen, these fine specimens, right? And I break a pull cue over my knee and I throw one pointy bit of the pull cue on the floor between the two of you. And I say... 
Who wants it more? <laughs> so basically me versus Griff. That, that's what I'm saying. Daily. R.I.P. Griff. <laughs> I love Griff. I've never met Griff, but I have a great fondness for him. He's a tremendous human being. That's what met Griff. He's one Amazing of those that videos and photographs everything. It's like Griff, come on to fuck. I'm compromised right now. Why are you taking a fucking video? Fuck off. <laughs> He's one of them that just photographs and videos everything. Like the time, but yeah. Um, so that is the end of the questions. So basically, we've decided that I am going to get to become a Chargers fan, right? We didn't decide that. I, I let fate the poor you decides. No, I'm like a dog chasing they, cars. Daily did, etc. Oh no, right. I was on about he'd lived in that fight with a poor you. No, I was doing a Batman thing. Yep. <laughs> Right, I think we're now approaching one hour 52, so I think it's probably a good time to end it. Um, mm. As much as I have very much enjoyed tonight, I am bursting for a pee, and I went down to the shop before 10. <laughs> so we'll end it here. Because <laughs> of fucking the stupid Scottish rules. But um, thank you very much, Christopher and Mr X, for coming on. I have very much enjoyed this evening. Um, thank you for your insight. Thank you for coming on. And I... Hopefully, we'll catch you again in the off season once the Patriots dump the Chargers out of the playoffs. How dare you predict that completely viable future? How dare you predict the Chargers make the playoffs? <laughs> well, the Chiefs Thank you, uh, fire, so. Yeah, thanks for having me on, mate. It's always a pleasure. Maybe we drink less next time. Maybe we drink more. Tune in to find out. <laughs> Definitely out more. More is always better. I'll go butt fast next time. That sends me yes. really over the edge. I'll get a bottle in. We'll go wild. Sure, you could drink something that's not buck fast if you're a pussy. <laughs> right, we will end it here because I really need to get down in the next like two, three minutes. Um, but Bye. yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, pleasure, boys. Thanks, Daily. I love you very much. And we'll catch us again next time. Love thank you. Bye. Thank I'm you. <laughs> Thank you.